biscuits, and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Pull pot pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators! Like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Aloha Biscuiteers. You got to dial on into the Truth Network. We've been on vacation. We've been on the dream vacation. But we're back, baby. Back with more biscuits, more gravy, more truth, and more hatred on the lizard people. We're back from our honeymoon. Our homie moon, bro. That's right. <laughs> our gravy moon. Our... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a honeymoon. It's a gravy moon. That's when you go and you drink gravy every night for a month after your <laughs> wedding. And that's why they call it gravy babies, they call right? It, they call it a gravy moon. Mm, gravy moon. That sultry voice is the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Vincent Archangel Gravy Fody. That's me, baby. I'm back. Back in the ladle again. I'm back on the island. Now, of course, we travel to uh, London, Paris, and Spain. I see London. I, I see, see France. France. I see a little chub in I'll, my underpants. I'll pull down your we underpants. We got so much news to go through today. We got so much to talk about. I saw Triangle of Sadness. Oh, really? And it wasn't a gritty porn movie, but mm. that was also amazing, too. What was Triangle? Which one was Triangle? Triangle Sadness, Sadness is rich people on a yacht puking. And hmm. uh, it's directed by a foreigner, and it's, it was like runner-up for Academy Award. Cool. Did any of them die? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Sweet. I like spoiling stuff on a segment we call... <gasps> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That's right. This is not NPR. This is BGR, baby. Buckle up, buttercup. We got one heck of a doozy. Vince. We do have a lot of stuff to talk about for spoiler alert, but we're going to get into that a little bit later. A little bit later. Actually, you can turn me down a little bit. Mm. <laughs> Just turn. No, no, no. Just turn me down one notch. There, there you go. go. All right. Perfect. Mm. I'm taking it up a notch. You're turning it down a notch, baby. Uh, nobody takes it up a notch like you, Ooh, Chuck baby. Thompson. What are you drinking there in your tumbler? Coffee. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, we're not allowed to drink on air. So that's uh, coffee. In your Yeti tumbler. Mm. I like you're not you're not wearing your my matching blue shirt, shirt no. that usually my, matches there. My, I haven't done laundry in so long. It's it's like made like sedentary rock in my my hamper. <laughs> so it's like you can do like a little cross section of it and yeah, see, you can see like what point in your life you were yeah, at. Yeah, you that can laundry. carbon date my stains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into the nuts and the bolts of the show. Vincent Fodi, I got a question that's been on my mind all morning. What's that? It's been plaguing me all day. Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? And listeners, whether you're in car, at work, or crocheting in your bathtub, are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I know I certainly am. Woo, baby! It's good to be back. It's good to be back, It's baby. good to be back from vacation, because, you know, it's like, mm. when you go on vacation, it's a wild ride. And, That's right. And you're you're going all over the world doing stuff. And sometimes it's good to just come back and relax and uh, decompress and take it all in. Yes. Yes. You know how they say, like, you need a vacation from your vacation? Yes. I need well, a vacation for my vacation for my vacation. Because after we got back from our European vacation, <laughs> we spent three days on Oahu. Not yeah. you and I. Separately. I was like, I can't see you again for a couple days. Me and the wife. We yeah. spent we spent three extra days on Oahu because we went to the Kauai Con, which is the anime convention that they have. Kauai means cute. Kauai means cute. Yeah. But so it really means sweet, sweet Asian bubble. bubble. Not the island of Kauai, which no. is which is, which is, is very cute. confusing. Yes. I because would say people so. are like, oh, we're going to the Kauai Con. Oh, yeah. Is it on Kauai? Nope. Mm. 
<laughs> it's not the island of Kauai. It's the cuteness of Kauai. Yeah, but also so Kauai. sweet, sweet Asian butts. That there was a lot of. Mm. Mm. Butts are so nice. And uh, scantily dressed Asian cosplayers. Mm. That guy was super hot. No. Mm. <laughs> check out the butt on him he must work yeah. out <laughs> but yeah so it was so it was really nice so we capped off our vacation and uh i did get to go to the convention and and hang out and buy some some anime related merch but most of the time it was more decompressing in the hotel and trying to get back on the right sleep schedule are you still jet lagged tough to sell i think i'm just enjoying waking up early now uh you know it's weird like during covid I was waking up at, like, 6 in the morning and, like, getting up and going for runs and stuff. Doing chisel, bro. It was really weird where it's like you would think when you're out of work and you're unemployed, you have nothing to do, so you would sleep in late. Mm -mm -mm. But I actually started up waking up earlier. I tried to be on the opposite schedule as my wife. So I was waking up earlier. (laughs) By 11 in the morning, I was getting drunk. And then, uh, yeah. When you day drink, what do you drink? Bloody Marys usually. Bloody Marys. Some Bloody Marias. For me, if, if I drink Tuesday. beers during the day, I, I it doesn't affect me. Oh yeah. But if I drink liquor during the day, it just puts me to sleep. Oh really? Good yeah. to know. So I just have to like Go to sleep, sweet Vincent. So I like take then I'll I'll like drink scotch in the middle of the afternoon, and then I'll fall asleep for three hours, and then I'll wake up and it's dark outside. It's such a weird feeling when you wake up and it's dark outside. <laughs> You're like what? What is happening? Like your fever, you're just sweating all over the place. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I it's weird. Like the shroud of Turin. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been I've been waking up at like five in the morning. So too early. Five's too early. Five's too early. So I'm almost back at the. I'm almost back to being on normal. The worst I, part. I need about to wake up, up a couple hours later. But if at I can, five, if I can terrible. stay up till like eleven or twelve, and then I can get up at like seven or uh, eight. Dude, I'm going to bed at ten thirty now. Then I'll be. Oh baby. Oh. But you you traditionally have gone to bed or on the earlier side I because try to go to bed you have one of those jobs morning. where you have to wake up in the morning. Usually, yes. I can sleep at my job, but I do have to like sometimes get up and do stuff. I mean, you, know? you you're like contractually obligated to sleep at your job. You know it, bro. Cuz you're asleep. You're literally a sleep expert. I'm a sleep expert down at Chris Tucker's mattresses. <laughs> get tucked in when you're tuckered out. Uh, it must be hard if you go to work tired because it makes you. It probably makes it more likely that you'll fall asleep on the job. If you know you're what? laying in a mattress, yeah, right. But I mean, imagine if you spend you half your in. day laying on mattresses, then falling asleep is like an occupational hazard. I would say that if you came into a mattress store, right, you were in Chris Tucker's mattresses or Don Couch's South Valley Discount Couch House, right, and they, you came they sell in, f- pull-out beds, and then you saw me sleeping, you'd be like, "Look at this cherub." falling asleep <laughs> he's so cherubic i want this <laughs> i want this experience why not yeah now i do hate waking up early it's a, a glowing recommendation mm, i'm glowing baby yeah. i hate the 5 a.m club you ever hear the 5 a.m club what's that instagram wants me to be productive and i want to wake up early but i don't want to be productive vincent Fody. i thought that was just when you have sex at 5 a.m oh that's rad i can't have jobs where i have to wake up in the morning do you wake up to an alarm clock or is your sleep schedule enough where you wake up before I your alarm? I have backup alarm clocks, but if I wake up 20 minutes to an hour before my alarm clock, I just get up and go. See, I'm, I'm more of a night person, and mm. so whenever I've had jobs where I had to get up early, I've, I've never like woken up before the alarm clock. It's always me being roused out of sleep by an alarm. From the moment you wake up, all you can think about is going back to sleep. 
It's a terrible way to live. I can't live a life where I have to wake up to an alarm clock. That's why I think that's pro- why I probably work later jobs. One time I had to wake up early for a for a oh. meeting at Blockbuster, and I just instead of going to the meeting, I just quit working at Blockbuster. Caller number five, you're live on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Good morning and aloha. Hello, boys. Hey. Oh, hey. How's it going? Are Jerry? You, <laughs> are you using your one phone call to call us? <laughs> Shouldn't you be calling your family? <laughs> I just made Chuck spit his not alcohol back into his Yeti thermos. How you doing over there, uh, disgraced former President Trump? It's been a rough week, boys. <laughs> it has been a rough week, but I saw that you uh, pled not guilty. So I have complete faith that the jury's going to see it your way. Now, the good news is, while you are being taken to court by uh, those Zionists in New York, you won a case against Stormy Daniels, and she has to pay you $126,000 back, which is quite upsetting because her birthday was last month. It was the end of of March, and she lost and had to pay you money back. That's right. I got her good, boys. <laughs> I didn't need to give her any harsh money because I shut her up with something else, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. All right. Cut his mic. <laughs> All right. Well, we just we just want you to know that we know you're going through a hard time over there. But uh, I know that you went back to Mar-a-Lago and you received a nice warm welcome. And so uh, we're, we're pulling for you, okay? I can't wait to te- Kevin Hart comes and trains you how to get ready for prison. Much. <laughs> I think we're all excited for Kevin Hart to braid your hair and to get you prepped for going to prison. That would be a great buddy comedy. Donald that would Trump be and Kevin awesome. Hart. Actually, Donald Trump and actually Kevin Hart. They would you look, heard it here first. They would folks. look funny. On, yeah, we. You know what? You need to round out that IMDb Trump. Yeah, it's, it's just The Apprentice and Home Alone Two right now, right? Oh, a Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Was he in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? He was Bel-Air? in an episode, and he's quoted as saying, people always blame me for everything. Hmm. Interesting. In the episode. Look it up, baby. Wow. Seems like uh, he could see the future as well. Trump, before we go, any uh, last any last words? <laughs> I, hope, I hope they put me in the prison with all the kitty cats. I think that would be a great place to do some hard time. Whoa. All right. That's cryptic. Have a great day, Q. Take care, brother. <laughs> Do you th- All right, we miss you already. Do you think when Trump goes to prison that he's going to have like a poster of Ivanka up on his wall? Yeah, <laughs> carving it out. <laughs> he's really making a lot of chess pieces. In yeah. Prison. Well, you we know that he's playing 3D chess. So as I guess we should just stop delaying the inevitable and get right into it, right? Sure. I mean, that was the big the big news that we found out that Trump got indicted, which is another first for him. He's the, the he was the first president to lose the the popular vote twice. <laughs> he was the first president to ever be indicted twice, and now he's the first president to be uh indicted on felony charges. You know what's crazy though is on Truth uh Social, they were selling fake mugshots of him. So oh, he's yeah. leaning into it. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it doesn't matter what he's done or what is proven that he has done. He's just going to be a martyr to his fans. A lot of people were saying, like, we shouldn't indict Trump or charge him with any crimes because it's just going to turn him into a martyr. Like, it's nah, like, it sounds like the counterintelligence telling the, us to the, do that. The people, <laughs> the people that are still Trump fans already think he's a martyr. Yeah. <laughs> they already think that he's a martyr because they think that the election was stolen from him by joe mm-hmm. biden which it was 
They're actually going to change the name from Mar a Lago to Martyr Lago. Martyr Lago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before we get more into it, we no, should. No, let's drop the whole thing. We, we got gotta, food to talk about. We got to do a little. Birthdays. We got to do a little housekeeping here at the beginning of the show. Mm. Um, we should mention that every Tuesday. From around 8 to 11, there's an open mic over at Gilligan's. Did you go last night? I did not go last night, unfortunately. I'm still I'm still trying to get back on the... I was asleep. I was knocked out. Did you go? No, not at all. No, yeah. I, was I wouldn't co- have asked you. I was completely passed out. I, I don't know. know what's wrong with me. I'm I just ca- I'm going I'm almost to bed there. at I gotta, 10 o'clock. I gotta go put I'm so my feet, tired by 9. I got to go put my feet in some grass and reset my circadian rhythms. Do you know? Yes, you got to get grounded. Huh? The circadian rhythm method. I learned something crazy this week, Vincent Fody. What's that? All right, so you know, was it that uh, Venture Physical Therapy is one of the sponsors of our show? Yes, that's what I learned. So if you're looking for some great physical therapy, Mm. you know, if Chuck hits you with his car or whatever, yeah, which I do, uh, you can go Venture Physical Therapy. Venture Physical Therapy. We legally can't say that they're the best, but if we could, we would. But we can't, so we won't. Uh, Venture Physical Therapy. There's also an open mic in Paia on Sundays. Yeah, dog, I'm hosting next week. At the Kava Bar, yeah. right? And then a there's a there's another one. What's the other open mic? Empanada Lady. The Empanada Lady open mic. She feels like an empanada woman uh, watching her grow in front of us. That's my run eyes. by a friend of the show, Angie, the yeah. diva. Angie, the diva. Bro. What day? When is that? The that's epi- Wednesdays. It's Wednesdays. You can watch me oh, so, enjoying so empanadas. If you're listening to us live on the radio or watching us live on TV. Yep. It's like uh, my favorite Smashing Pumpkin song. You can tonight. Go, you can tonight. go check that out tonight mayonnaise um so you got all that going on also we want to congratulate friend of the show Rhonda hansen on winning the roast battle uh, yeah daughter everything she knows we were talking about that earlier Rhonda hansen she was she participated in the roast battle and, and she, she gets won. to open up for kevin kevin nealon. Nealon. do you know when the kevin nealon show is it's june it's in june okay you know june. who else i think june uh, i think ali wong is coming as well she comes a lot yeah, Ali Wong is coming uh, in June. I think it's also in June. Yeah. So, so if keep you're your eyes Asian peeled for that. Comedian, come to Maui. They love you. It, yes, they uh, love you. They also, <laughs> they also. Um, I think she already sold out one of her shows, and they added like another date mm. because she's so. Popular. I agree that Ali Wong is a sellout for sure. I don't think that. I think she's quite <laughs> funny. And uh, also, Weird Al, the Weird Al show was, took place while we were gone, and he noticed that the biggest Weird Al fans in the universe, the Biscuiteers, the Biscuit Boys. The gravy group, that's right, me and you, Vincent Fody, he noticed that we weren't there. I'm sure he did. And he said this that might be his final performance ever. He's like, if I can't get biscuits and gravy to come out, I'm not going to play anymore. No, it's not even worth it. There was a biscuit-sized hole in the audience. Also, I was very disappointed to hear other people's takes on the concert because they made such a big point of it not being cover songs. Right, he didn't do parodies. It was part of his tour where he only plays original songs, and everybody was supposed to be aware of that going into it, and some people just uh, were not into it. Bunch of dum-dums, bro! But I, I believe that he did do the some of the polkas, and the polkas are mashups. Yes, an amalgamation, if you will. Of different, of different cover songs. Uh, so, I mean, there should have been at least a little bit of cover content to hold him over. We're talking Weird Al Wednesdays but on the Biscuits way, and Gravy Show. I'll, we'll just have to catch him next time around if he ever plays again. What but else do we have for housekeeping for KKU 88.5 The Voice of Maui. All you need 
need to know is you can follow us on Instagram, Biscuits and Gravy 808. You can listen to all of our past episodes if you go to BiscuitWars.com. BiscuitWars.com. Uh, or you can just follow us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, just follow Spotify. Me. You can follow Ch- Chuck around in his car. Yep. It smells like weed. <laughs> just look up Biscuits and Gravy 808. You'll find us on all the podcast blasters. And you can watch hey. us live on channel 55? Yep, live on 55, baby. I can't drive 55, but you can watch Biscuits and Gravy on Channel 55. And Maui streams, baby. Three islands, one stream, one viewer. (laughs) So let's just wrap up. I mean, we would be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about our, our good old buddy... Mr. Trump. Yes, I'd be very <laughs> remiss. Let's talk about I'm, South I'm interested Park talking in, about Trump. I'm interested in who is going to represent him in his criminal trial because most of his lawyers have been disbarred in the state of New York. <laughs> yeah, especially Giuliani. Uh, what was it? Michael Cohen? Michael Cohen awesome, yeah. was one of his former lawyers. Wait, did Giuliani get disbarred? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did he really? I mean, they were good. I, uh, I know Michael Cohen has disgraced former Trump lawyer Michael Cohen. He <laughs> has literally been disbarred disgraced in the state of New York. Meteorologist <laughs> Michael Cohen. <laughs> disgraced former meteorologist Michael Cohen. <laughs> now, Trump pled not guilty, which is interesting because, I mean, what do you think he's going to. Well, here's my hot take on the whole thing. Do you is... think he really didn't do it? Okay, first of all... <laughs> is it possible that he didn't do no, it? No, he absolutely is a fraudulent individual. All right, so he got charged with 34 felony counts. A fraud! We know for a fact that he this happened... He raised $80 million to build the wall and then didn't on build GoFundMe. the wall. <laughs> now, here's my hot take on it, Vincent Fundy. I'm surprised, Since you asked me. I'm surprised he didn't pass some sort of law about that. Well, all right, well, look. All right. The, the thing that if he's If you being... run for a politician, you have to be a shady individual. I don't know why this is so surprising. The thing, especially as a Republican, the, 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 you the, know, if you run on family values, you're the least valued of your family. The felony counts that he's being charged with, we already know for a fact that those things happened because that's what Michael Cohen pled guilty to and went to jail for three years for. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> I don't know how he can plead guilty to something that we know for a fact happened. We have, <laughs> not we have not like judicial evidence that these things happened. So he's well, just going to claim that he didn't pushed off. The court date is not going to be August or September. So yesterday, Tuesday, we thought was the big day, but it was just him pleading not guilty. The gears of justice grind slowly. Eventually, Donald Trump will get his day in court, and it will be probably gangbuster ratings for court TV. <laughs> All right, <Let's laughs> it's going to be the trial. Of the, it's going to be the trial of the century. Um, <laughs> Bigger than the juice is loose. Okay, so well, that was last century. Oh, that was bad. That was last me- That was last millennium. Whoa. Actually, if you think about it, <laughs> brain matter has covered the biscuits and gravy studio. Right. Maybe this is uncharacteristic for Trump. Do you think he would falsify business records? Yes. You think so? Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Okay. Do you think that's because um, his business, Trump Organization, was found guilty on 17 counts of conspiracy, criminal tax fraud, and falsifying business records? Uh, that's probably you think a, that, a big part of it. Do you think that has something to do with it? For sure, sees. Uh, interesting. So you saying that maybe this is in his wheelhouse? To I would say that because these. half the members of his cabinet have been indicted as well. So and a quarter of them arrested. Then so, yes. Somebody said that the district attorney is just doing Biden's dirty work. Okay, so is Biden asleep? Is he a robot? 
Or is he actively a, having somebody do dirty I think work? he's a hologram. Yeah, so we all know he's a hologram. What if, Biden, what if the district attorney is really Joe Biden? I think Trump's just master of puppets like doing everything. If they could charge Donald Trump with a crime, Chuck, then they could charge literally anybody with a crime that I, commits fraud. This is how I feel about it, In right? the state of New York. It's like Al Capone, right, is uh, like Trump, right? He's semi-retarded and a huge criminal, right? <laughs> okay. But – but they didn't get him on all like the gangster stuff that we know Al Capone was doing. They they yeah. got him. On, they didn't like, get him on a, murder or bootlegging. Like, tax fraud. They got him on tax ev- yeah, evasion. Yeah, evasion, right? Yeah, racketeering, now, I believe it was. Tr- the dumpster fire that is former President Trump, the love of my life, yeah, is blonde a badass mother trucker, and he's done tons of bad stuff. But they're going to get him on little namby-pamby tax fraud and little lying about hush money. Every politician's paying people not to stay about having sex. Yeah. Come and on. The, the, the weird thing is, but the thing behind... I don't think you can even run for politics unless you're paying people hush money. The, do you think he's going to be able to run if he gets convicted of felony charges? I, you know, what's funny Cause can is... Because can you, if you're, if you're a convicted felon, can you... Can you run for office? Thanks to the Republicans, you can't vote, but you can go back in office. Just ask the mayor of D.C. I think they overturned that in Florida, though. So now in Florida, convicted felons can vote, which is a good thing. I don't think they should be able to run for president, but (laughs) I I do think that they should be able to vote. I think the biggest criminal is always the president. Obama's killing people. Oh, yeah. Who who did he kill again? I mean, everybody. He was droning. All I'm <laughs> saying is that if you're the head of the United States, you are the biggest criminal and drug lord in the universe. So why are we why are we acting this is all crazy? Don't we have bigger stuff to focus on? Can't we, like, build bridges and feed the poor and stuff? No. Why are we caring no, about this? That, we know Chuck, that Trump's that's, a dumpster fire. We're not going to work on our infrastructure. That would be crazy. Come on. Can we, like, pay our teachers a living wage? Or, Can like, we, like it, you know, tie the strings of humanity together and just don't, be nicer? Don't we have railroads to be deregulating? <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't the president be busy deregulating railroads? This whole thing is just a waste of time, man. And, Let's just and be nice doing, to each other. Joe Biden should be busy busting railroad unions. Nuts. Instead, <laughs> and nuts. Mm, I, yeah. I want to get one of those Trump mugshot shirts. I want to get a truck, a Trump mugshot on my coffee mug, and like when you pour the hot water in, the bars like appear over his face, and then when you drink your coffee and it gets colder, the bars disappear. <laughs> As every morning, you can see Trump getting set free, yeah, or getting arrested. I would, yeah, I would like to. I don't know. I would like to see him go to jail. The best only part be- of waking Only up. because how... The disgraced former president, Donald Trump, getting arrested in your cup. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Donald Trump, but it would be cool Ooh. to see a former president go to jail. I want to see all they the former presidents Italy. go to jail. Italy put their former prime minister in jail or Can whatever. Can we arrest all the Bushes? Let's dig up the other Bush and arrest him, too. Yeah, meanwhile... The, <laughs> Can we just arrest George, all the president? I think after you become president, W has just committed, immediately go into jail. Like, W has committed way more war crimes yeah, than, than Trump ever could or would have. Yeah, but he can't get up for porn stars, so oh no. Yeah, the, that's the funny thing, is that it's not illegal to pay hush money to a porn star, right? If he had just cut her a check, that would have been fine. But he used campaign election funds... And set up a fake business to do it through. This all comes down to him being cheap. He's going to go to jail over being cheap. Well, what about uh, Biden's but like laptop? You, but like you said, <laughs> okay. like you said, Chuck, he doesn't have any money. Doesn't so have any that money. was probably the, 
<laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. Why, when you could just pay the hush money straight up? Donald Trump doesn't actually have any money. It's all in his. He spends it all on spray tans and and <laughs> hair implants, right? <laughs> I mean, I can't the, blame him. Getting hair implants once a month is expensive. Yeah, imagine all the children in Indochina they got to kidnap that that hair from. All right. Well, speaking of ancient meatballs, should we talk about? <laughs> we got a little follow up junction. Blow the blow the whistle. All right. Thank of the Lord. Because I don't want to make a meal out of this like all the news companies are going to, right? Because they're going to be talking about this nonstop. Not st- just like from you- now until when's, when's the trial? June. Obviously, I think September. Until until Ali Wong and comes just to keep town. Bumping that up, baby. So let's just get it all out of our system right now. It was fun. Where where were we? To me- you- I'll never forget where I was. We were in Charles de Gaulle Airport, <laughs> and you were looking at your phone, and you're like. Uh, Donald Trump just got indicted on 34 felony charges. I was like, yeah. you know our, what? Our plane just got delayed, and I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> I'm like, I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> yeah. We were in Paris during a revolution, and it's when our president got arrested. La, <laughs> la revolution. Uh, the revolution. Yeah. Uh, you, like, literally walked through a protest riot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> The the trash men were on strike in Paris, so there's like the Eiffel Tower, but then in front of it is a giant tower of like trash and garbage. Also, uh, Paris with the garbage men being on strike for almost a full month, still cleaner than New York City. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Like. <laughs> it was amazing though being in Paris. Yeah, during all uh, those protests. And even stuff. yeah, it was it it made me uh, it felt like a cool time to be there. I want to retire at sixty four. I, I want to retire right now. I'm done, actually. Um, yeah, I would, I would give anything to retire at 64. Mm. But unfortunately, we live in America. So I mean, I'm probably I'm our kids. retirement age is retired. the infinity symbol. <laughs> 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 we, <laughs> I don't even think Americans' life expectancy is 64, let alone retirement age. Well, school children's life is not 64. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not in school anymore. All right, so come on, we're all safe. Right. We got a show to do, Vincent Foti. All right, so here, for follow-up junction. You're tuned into the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. On my birthday, scientists in Australia revealed... Discovered a 200-year-old buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> scientists in Australia discovered a 200-year-old buffalo. Turns out he was celebrating his bicentennial. Boom, baby! No, scientists in it was either New Zealand or Australia. They revealed something that we have been talking about for a while. They came out with they got the biscuit bump, baby. They came out with mammoth meatballs. We've been talking about it. How we would eat mammoths? We because we did an episode, uh, an entire episode uh, a couple um, months ago about which dinosaurs what, would you bang? What and which what dinosaurs extinct, are the sexiest? And which extinct species <laughs> you'd eat the most? We've done multiple how. segments on what extinct species you would like to eat. I said the dodo. Eat in both ways, if you know what I, I mean. I think you also <laughs> said. <laughs> I believe you said brontosaurus burger. Yeah, brontosaurus burger. Brontosaurus um, burger. Uh, a mastodon. I dig a pit and cook it like in butter and like a like a oh, like an emu style. Yes, that was, uh, 
So good. Just a buttered up Mastodon. Just buttered up Mastodon. <laughs> well, apparently we were not alone in our thinking, Chuck. Nope. Because these scientists in Australia decided that they wanted to know what it would be like to make some mammoth meatballs and mm. eat mammoth meat. I'm so glad they took a break from like curing cancer and stuff and, right. and to focus on the good stuff. What do you mean take a break from curing cancer? They have yet to cure cancer at all. Oh, but hold on. But have we made... Meat meatballs, but have we made mammoth meatballs? Mammoth yes. meatballs, that's a so, mouthful, baby. I would say that this has been more of a success yes. than than finding a cure for cancer. Mm. So I I believe that they've been doing the right thing. Because if life even worth living, if you don't have extinct meatballs, eat, <laughs> it's like I'm a big Beatles fan. You know what I mean? And sometimes when I listen to the Beatles, I think to myself. Like, I'll never get to see the Beatles. Mm. And then, like, a single tear comes down my face because I'll never get to see the Beatles in concert. That's an experience that I'll just never get to have. And that's the same way I feel when I think about, like, a dodo bird. I'll never get to eat a dodo bird. No. You and, know dodo birds would make the dankest street tacos, And you bro. know what's funny? So they, they were able to synthesize this mammoth meat by... <laughs> So we talked about the fact that they were trying to bring back mammoths, like woolly mammoths. Mm -hmm. And so they took mammoth DNA and they filled in the holes with elephant DNA. Mm. And they were not able to make a mammoth. No, but what no. they were able to do was take a bunch of mammoth cells and grow a big old glob of mammoth meat and roll mm, it into a ball. Big old glob of mammoth meat. So if you can't clone them, eat them, is what the scientists have decided. So mm. it's like they, they gave up on trying to make an actual mammoth, like a, a walking, living mammoth, and they're <laughs> like, we can at least make mammoth meat. I think, if anything, they just refined the process because the only point of having a walking mammoth was to turn it in a meatball, I baby. think that, that was going to be the end game anyway. Mm. So they just it's cut like, through I the chase ikea for the meatballs <laughs> so i think that's that's basically they just cut out the middleman of a of a living mammoth mm. and they just went straight to the meatballs you they know went how... from jurassic park to jurassic pork mm. Mm. now here's the funny thing mammoths are were from thousands of years ago yeah not right? the jurassic park not cretaceous uh mammoths were from thousands of years ago dodos were around like 100 years ago yeah about 127 years ago uh, up until okay <laughs> it's a very specific number that you just, just pulled saying. out yeah dodos <laughs> it sounds like you've been Don't doubt the dodos bro <laughs> but even though they were able to sequence mammoth dna mm. i like that you're just saying like sequence and synthesize like we should be like an 80s band eating mammoths there's no we could call ourselves mammoths <laughs> Is there a Tony, is there a band called Mammoth? There's a there's a metal band called Mastodon. They're actually really good. Oh, that's right. Mastodon. There's a cake song called Mastodon Farm. It's really weird. Really? Well, it's cake well, song. Well, that's where they raise Mastodons. Mr. For, Mastodon for Farm. Now, imagine a brontosaurus, right? The sweet, sweet neck Delicious. of a brontosaurus, bro. Deep fried, right? Deep fried brontosaurus neck? Deep fried brontosaurus neck, right? Imagine being able... To just, like, have your hands tied behind your back and just, like, nummy down on a brontosaurus neck. Think how big brontosaurus ribs would be. Mmm, baby! Although, like, have you ever had alligator? I've had, you know what, though? Yeah, but it's, alligator's always mixed with, like, pork and chicken and then, um, what do you mean, beef jerky style? One summer, Not I always. ate so much I've beef had, jerky. I've had straight-up alligator swimming. sausage. Really? You had so much beef jerky that oh, you went like swimming. I went swimming and it was like Wait, a rainbow wanna... love around me. Like it was like oh, a... like um, like a, a puddle in a parking lot. Yes. It's just the oil is like emanating yes. off of you. <laughs> yes. 
We saw that in the Thames. When we went on that boat cruise. Yes. It's that just, was actually because I was swimming in the Thames earlier in the day. <laughs> I thought it smelled better than I, usual. Was, <laughs> hey, oh, all right. Hey. Boom, baby. Uh, that, nobody can tame Chuck Thompson. Now, here's the thing, though, right? As it's, it's much as I fantasize about numbing down on some big beef, right? Some, like, old-school Macedon. But here's, I'm what, here's what I'm old... saying. You've had alligator meat, right? It's okay. Alligator meat, it's it's got it's a little chewy. It's not like kangaroo. <laughs> kangaroo jumps kangaroo, right on in Kangaroo you. was really good. Mm-hmm. When we had, where did we have kangaroo? New York? Yes. That bar in New York? Yes. We had, like, kangaroo was skewers. It kangaroo? Who knows? Can- no, nah, it was definitely it was kangaroo. kangaroo. It was, yes. It was pizza rat. Mm. <laughs> but I, I feel like reptile meat, like a brontosaurus, would probably taste like... Well, that's where I'm going to argue with you, Vincent Foto. Don't you think a brontosaurus would taste like alligator meat? Like okay. Because brontosaurus were reptiles. He doesn't know anything about the Jurassic period. But Nay, the Cretaceous we period. We also know they that... They are closer to birds, Vincent Dinosaurs Foti, did turn into lizards, birds. Okay? You know that lizards don't taste good, although lizards eat humans and humans taste good. You think the circle of life would make lizards taste good, but you they do not. You eat. No, but... Dinosaurs, bro, are closer to birds, and birds are delicioso, okay? That's true. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other thing. The smaller Dinosaurs and the younger the animal— Dinosaurs were not birds at the time. They, we think they had skin. They could have had feathers, okay? Oh, you want to hear something even they better? They could have looked like the Chippewa Nation for all you care, Vincent Fody. Did you ever think about that? How about Chip Beef Nation? Mm. Mm. No, Chip Beef's okay. But here's the <laughs> Veal is yummy, right? Yeah. Okay, lamb is better than mutton. Right? Right. We like new potatoes, right? Uh, if you're eating okay. venison. <laughs> baby eat, potatoes, baby, baby, baby carrots. Ba- baby carrots are better, right? Right. So here's the thing. I'm fantasizing about eating big old chunks of meat, right? I'm fantasizing about all this big old chunks of meat in my mouth. But here's the thing, Vincent Vody. Okay. You'd be going in the wrong direction. Okay. Because I'm thinking the food that we eat now, right, veal, better, right? We were in Paris, we did that thing where we ate the birds and we had the blindfolded and we ate like the raw young birds in our mouth. Younger is usually better, right? Ask the Clintons. Maybe all this old food. Are you talking about about buntings? Uh, The Ortolan buntings? Yeah, Orlatan, yes. Ortolan? Ortolan. I think it's Ortolan buntings. That's the thing where it's like. They drown the bunting. It's a like bunting's cognac. a little bird. They drown it in cognac, and then they cook it, and you eat the whole thing in yeah, one bite. In one bite, like beak and bones and all, everything. It's such a delicacy. It's such a crime against nature to eat something <laughs> like that. Don't that, the Filipinos eat they, the whole birds too? That's, though that's balut. Though. Yeah, that's that's oh, the, it's like the, that, that's the egg and em- the duck embryo. So again, right? Younger, better. But the the reason that they have to that's why they they put like a veil over their head when they eat it so that God can't see them. That's how it works. Which is weird. Can you imagine believing in God but also thinking that you can trick him by putting a veil over your head? I mean, <laughs> you can't see me now. Yeah, that kind of goes hand. I know in he's hand magic the, and created the whole universe, process. but he can't see through a blanket. Yeah, I mean. All right, so hear me out though. <laughs> okay. I want to eat old mastodons, right? But right. they're old and they're big. And in current times, I like eating stuff newer and younger. Well, because pretty much every animal now has been bred and has evolved to fit our taste palate, mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Because humans eat everything on the planet. So everything has kind of evolved to be more delicious because we're, we're farm-raising everything to taste. We need to be inventing to new taste good to animals us. to eat. I'm glad you said that, Chuck, because guess what? What, chicken butt? Uh, in this article about the mammoth meatballs, I also found out that these same scientists 
who are doing the Lord's work. The Lord's work, baby! Okay, these same scientists, are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Not only are they are they synthesizing ancient animal DNA that they're able to sequence. <laughs> Could you imagine them like, they're also synthesizing? That's yeah. what synthesizers sound like. They're also <laughs> going to be able to take cells from different animals and grow meat that is a combination of different species so we can have a land sea and air burger burger you could have theoretically you could grow a steak that is part beef part chicken part fish oh man so that begs the question what type of animals would you like to hybrid into a meat that you would want to try like chicken beef how about lamb chicken Ooh, lamb chicken would be good. Lamb mixed with chicken I'm would thinking, be. I'm thinking pork lobster, right? Let's just throw it in Ooh. the face of all the. I, or like crab meat. Like I love, what if you could grow crab claw meat without the shell? That That's the hardest part is getting the crab meat the out of the crab. The shell's always getting in the way. The shell's always getting in the way. What if they could just synthesize crab meat? Without having to gr- to get it out of the shell, mm. that's going to drastically reduce or the price of crab scallops on a turkey leg. But I I love the the texture and the consistency of lobster. Mm-hmm. So if you could have like a lobster meat that tastes like pork or beef, imagine that. Okay, you got know a how they snap to you it. You know how they can make fake diamonds? Put some butter on it. They got the carbon and the pressure and stuff. Yeah. What if they just make lobster? So put them under pressure. So without the shells, you get the good like lobster density. diamonds. Lobster diamonds, yeah. <laughs> okay. I would just like eat little lobster diamonds. Little lobster diamonds. Little lobster diamonds. Wait, wouldn't it? Are you, wouldn't it be really hard? No, no, no. So it wouldn't be like the pressure of a diamond. It'd be like the pressure of like the deep sea where the lobsters live. Okay. But without the shell. Right. Take the crust. Off the crustacean. It's all Asian. That's what yeah, I want. Then it's just Asian. I just want to eat that sweet, sweet Asians. Yeah. Yeah. And if you eat Asian, then you're hungry again in an hour. All righty. Okay. <laughs> you don't buy it, you rent it. Hoob a hoob. Here's, here's the thing, Chuck, is that I'm disappointed that they're... So I'm already they, disappointed. They were able you. to find mammoth DNA, but they said they, they wanted originally to make dodo meat also, but guess what? There's no existing dodo DNA to be synthesized. Does it even exist? It, Maybe it's the scientists which, which, pulling wool over our eyes. Which just goes to prove how delicious the dodo must have been. Oh, that there's no scraps left. That they, they didn't even save us a scrap. Not None. Not even. <laughs> none. <laughs> Those greedy people from a century ago ate so much dodo that they, there was not even a, a trace of dodo mm. left. They like ate all the feathers and everything. They use the I don't feathers think you to can get their teeth clean. I don't think you can get DNA from feathers, though, right? Because there's there's dodo feathers that still exist. Hmm. So if they had a dodo feather, they'd be able to get the DNA from it. I don't think that you can get DNA from a feather. I think you. The reason that they have the mammoth DNA is because they were able to find like ma- actual mammoth meat that was preserved in ice somewhere. What? Yeah. Huh. It was they. They found it in ice, like in Sino Man. <laughs> what would it taste like to eat caveman? How about like ginormous like crabs and lobsters? Could they bring them back? Probably, right? I mean, how think of how big everything was. Or that giant sloth. 
I would love to eat that giant, giant sloth. sloth. You would slow roast it. It'd be so good. So giant sloth was part of the megafauna. Uh, that was yes. the only thing big enough to eat. That's where avocados came from. Because yeah. originally avocado pits were so big that they could only be eaten and pooped out and planted by megafauna like the giant sloths. And so once the giant sloths disappeared... The avocado was in danger of going extinct, but it wasn't. But the eventually, yeah, the Aztecs or whatever, they were able to find it and start planting it themselves. So if it wasn't for the diligent work of those ancient Aztec and people, we might not have avocados to this day. I would love day. to eat. Okay, so imagine like. You know the you word for avocado ju- comes from the word for testicle? I mean, how could it not? It's, it's so juvenile. It's so juvenile, Chuck. Yes. Imagine eating a giant sloth that eats only avocados. That sounds delicious, especially the reason why... Sounds like you'd poop once a week. The reason why veal and, like, cage-raised meat is so good is because the the cows aren't moving around. Yeah! And so their muscles become super tender mm. and atrophied mm. from, from not moving. Mm. And so think how good sloth meat must be because sloths they're aren't... They're not moving, They're not baby. moving at all. No! Don't sloths all have, like, herpes or something? No, it's koalas. Koalas have herpes. Yeah, no one's sloths eating koalas. have chlamydia or something. No, they don't. <laughs> You're ruining my fantasies again. But uh, uh, right. a Wait. giant sloth that only eats avocados would be <sighs> unbelievable. It would be delicious. so good. Let's bring back megafauna. Let's have a megafauna restaurant that yeah. only serves megafauna burgers. We're bringing megafauna back. That sounds so good. <sighs> all right. Speaking of so – wow, we're almost at the end of the show. Uh-oh. Is your this screensaver is... my hat on a skull? No, my screensaver is a picture that I took from the catacombs in France. It's just a wall of bones and skulls. Mm. We could spend a whole episode just talking about all the cool stuff that we did. But <laughs> let's, let's not bother. Why don't we just talk about some of the food? All righty. So all right. Let's do a little gluttony club in the Biscuits and Gravy Show. So London. Yeah, let's do a little gluttony club. London, we got to eat some fish and chips, which was great. I, I washed it down with a beer. Called London's finest or something like that. Yeah, which is the equivalent of like Milwaukee's best. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it is actually. It was a London's finest. It was not great, but the fish and chips so good, so good. Is beer ever good? Sometimes. Um, And as you know, London is well known for having some of the best Indian food around. Has the best Indian. And we got to go to better than India. I'd say so. (laughs) Okay. In India, they just call it food. Yeah, it's not. They don't. Yeah, I think. (laughs) But. On the recommendation of somebody, when I told them that I was going to London, they're like, you got to try this Indian restaurant called Dishoom. And uh, we went, we actually got to go to Dishoom. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, that was some of the best Indian food that I've ever had. Now, you only had Indian food once. I had it twice while I was in London. It was so good. Where else? Did, oh, yeah. You did get uh, Indian food as well yeah. a second time. And it was so good. I can't even pronounce the restaurant. That's how good it is. But Dishoom was fantastic. So if you're in the London area, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. D-I-S-H-O-O-M. It was delicious. There's tree locations. And they did, something, they did something that I had never seen before. It's a rice pudding, but then they brulee the top of the rice pudding. And crispy rice is so good. Crispy rice is good. We had uh, spicy lamb pops. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. There's spicy all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Dude, the best part about eating Indian food is that we didn't even order it spicy, and it came out mildly spicy, which means our wives couldn't even look at it. And then in Paris, we we ate at a couple different places, but on my birthday, mm-hmm. we ate at your favorite restaurant in the world. We went to the Mecca, baby. Oh, pie cochon. Oh, pie cochon, baby. Oh, pie cochon. And we had... Uh, which is a pig-themed pig restaurant. Yes. 
Even the on the you go to the bathroom, it's like hoof knuckles of a pig to open up. Yeah, the door. it's like it's like a gilded hog hoof. Yeah, gilded hog <laughs> hoof. Uh, so yes, it, the whole thing. They even have like a, a poem. Yes, that they had. They have like these little cards printed with poems on it about the pig, about eating pigs. It's so it was such an amazing experience. Yes, especially after to watch our wives. Afterwards, they we brought like, out we're these little out hoof. these little pink meringues that were in the shape of a little pig face. So it was great, and then we put a birthday candle in it for me. What mm-hmm. a great day! And we did have the feast of Saint Anthony. Yes, which is like hoof, trout, and sna- like snout. snout and ear and tail and tail. Just like deep fried. Yeah. Bre- it's oh, called the Feast of St. Anthony. Breaded and deep fried. Dude, different parts of the pig taste so different. It, it does. But if you deep fry it, it's going to be good every time. Now, I do love it. It's probably my favorite restaurant. The but one of my favorite things Anthony. about Paris is beef tartare, baby. You love your tartare. I love beef tartare. I don't trust tartare in America because we have lower food quality standards. Don't you say that about America. But that's also why the McDonald's in France is actually more expensive here because uh, it, their food costs more to produce because they have higher food quality standards. Yeah, in, I got an $11 burger in Spain. That was in Barcelona. And it was great. It, it, was had, it had fried Doritos on it. Yeah. Oh, it's a Doritos <laughs> And burger? it had like a Dorito so sauce, good. like a Dorito nacho cheese it sauce on it. It more like nacho cheese, and they sprinkled like also a little bit of like nacho sprinkle. That was there. wild. But if anybody's concerned, uh, we did actually eat real food in Barcelona as well. Yeah. Barcelona, we just went all over the place and got different tapas. Everywhere we went, man. Tapas, a scene in Barcelona was unbelievable. So much octopus. Drinking sangria. That sangria in the flamenco bar that we went to yes. is the best sangria that I've ever also, had. Also, flamenco, my life. quite a workout, it seems to be that dancer. That lady was hot. It's, it's dude. Oh, hot, and she was also sweating. She was sweating and glowing. Yeah, she was glowing. She was perspiring. She looked like Chuck after walking up a flight of steps. Oh, I had she, to walk up steps. It was so bad. <laughs> I know. We had to. We had to walk up like a hundred steps just to get out of the catacombs oh, of Paris. One hundred fifty-three steps. Man. <laughs> the I'm joke dying. was like, "Just leave me here." <laughs> yeah. That's how there's so many bones. <laughs> <laughs> just tourists that don't want to leave the so, crypt. They're like, "Oh, I can't make it. Just put me in with the bones." <laughs> and we went to Moulin Rouge as well, which mm-hmm. was interesting. Moulin Rouge was not what I was expecting. No, way more perkier. It was like kind of like a like being at a musical mixed with a strip show. Mixed with, um, like, overtly gay acrobatics. Super, <laughs> super, super gay. But I gotta say, I had a great time at the Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. and it, how could you not? A good time was had by all. Mm-hmm. Even the ladies enjoyed it. The ladies, Even though I felt loved like it. it was more for the men. I think it was more for gay dudes, actually. But that nah, there's too me. many boobs. Too many They're naked right. boobs for it to they, be strictly the for the game. changes, man. I don't know how they did all those outfit changes. Mm, I want to watch behind the scenes thing of their nipples. All right. Speaking of behind the scenes, we got two minutes left. We got two minutes left, so let's we do a quick spoiler nothing. alert. Season twenty six of South Park is wrapped up. All there six, only six episodes. episodes. So I gotta say it was a short season, but every episode was good this season. Fire, dude! So it was a slam dunk. The spring uh, break episode, so funny. Definitely. The, I just want to rally a little bit. And then you think he's rallying in the bathroom, but it was really just like, just I hate him. Mexicans. <laughs> I don't. Trump does. I also watched the Jared Fogle documentary. Oh, my God. That's so sad. On Paramount. That was really good. It talks about the the rise and fall of Jared Fogle, the subway guy. 
see the final season of Succession just started. They're two episodes in. So if you're a Succession fan, check that out on HBO. Bad Batch season two just wrapped up. But if you're a Star Wars fan, season three of The Mandalorian is still on is the it air. Good so far, I haven't seen Mandalorian it. season three. Uh, it's uh, been pretty good. Okay. A little bit slow, like story arc wise, but starting yeah, to get right. good. They're about like four episodes, five episodes in. Also, the final season of Barry is coming out April sixteenth. April 16th? I can't believe it. It's, it's so quick. One of my favorite shows on TV. Barry is so good. And also one of my favorite animes and one of the biggest animes on the planet right now, Demon Slayer. The new season of that is coming out April 9th. So Ooh. that'll be available to watch April 9th. All right, you ready for Chuck Stuff Knowledge Buffalo? Ready for Chuck Stuff. I also want to give a shout out to a birthday we missed uh, while we were gone. Stormy Daniels' birthday and Brandy Love. (laughs) Oh, Brandy Love. She's she's also a Trumper as well. And then here I'm a little bit disappointed with – I've seen different websites have different people's birthdays at different points. All right. Our first question comes from Christine in Denver, Colorado. Christine wants to know, name one member of the Munster family. Remember that show, The Munsters? Um. Yeah. Okay. The Munsters. Uh, the Munster family. It was the, the the werewolf boy child. That's right. What was his name? Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the name of your Elvira? Da- what's the name of your dad's dad? Pop. Pop. No. What? Oh, grandfather. Or. Grandpapa. Grand. Grandpa. Grandpa? All right. <laughs> the, the grandpa's name is literally is just Grandpa, grandpa Munster. Oh, okay. All right. So. All right. That was something. Herman Munster. Herman. Herman was the dad, played by Fred Gwynn, who was the judge in My Cousin Vinny. Oh, right He was on. also, did you ever see Pet Cemetery? Of course. He was the neighbor. He's the neighbor who goes, uh, you got to stay off the road. <laughs> he was the inspiration for the South Park character. Don't go down that road. Rod. Uh all right, our second question comes from Eric in Detroit, Michigan. Eric wants to know, Finland, they're notoriously uh, neutral for a long time. Finland, they just joined what organization? Finland. NATO. NATO, exactly. Big North American uh, Trade. Treaty, Treaty. organization. Go. Very good. All right, our final question <laughs> is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Too much sangria. This <laughs> Never enough sangria. I've been working on my sangria recipe. Yeah, so we one of the places we got sangria, we were like, why is this so sweet? We saw them making it, and she was just pouring sugar packets and Di Sirono into it. Yeah, so uh, good sangria, bottle of wine, half cup of simple syrup, uh, quarter cup of like apple brandy. Oh, okay. Bunch of fruit. You're good to go. All right. Yeah, all right. Uh, oh, you also put like a cup of orange juice in there, too. All right, we're almost done. Mark and Kihei wants to know, what hey, sport Mark. did Ricky Henderson play? Ricky Henderson prolific athlete what sport did he play he has a he has a big record also baseball baseball's correct no way yeah ricky henderson he's the all-time leading uh stolen base guy he has more stolen bases than anybody clearly ricky henderson more than trump good baseball player <laughs> all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you two out of three oh, you didn't right. really get grandpa but you know what our deceased friend meatloaf always says And that also means that that's the end of our show. Well, not the end of Biscuits and Gravy. We'll see you next week. Same Biscuit time. Same it's so gravy good to place. be back. It's going to be back in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. We miss DJ you guys. 22 Tokes, thank you so much. Uh, Akaku Studio, thank you so much. The historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater and all of our followers, all of our listeners, all of our Biscuit Boys, all of our Gravy Gals. And Jude Law's Colossomy Bags, the law is on your side. 
Alrighty, I'll see you next week, Vincent Pody, and from me to you, hello. <laughs> 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 <laughs>